Well, hey there, everybody. Meteorologist Andrew Gordon here with Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley. As always, we've got our First Alert Weather Podcast going on here, trying something a little bit different, uh, adding a little video for folks that are able to watch it. We're going to let you know. This is something we're working on. So if you're listening in your normal way, you might not obviously hear the see the video, but we are going to try to have some fun things ahead in the coming weeks. So something, Dave, you know, tech-savvy guy, you know, trying to work on this. But fun stuff. I, I know... Uh, He'll probably look at those Black Friday deals for some new gadgets coming up here before we know it. And, you know, we're already halfway through October. Doesn't feel like fall. No, it certainly doesn't. And, uh, you know, we're recording this here on October 15th. It's a Thursday. And we're talking about the very almost late summer-like feel out there. We've got almost near record high temperatures coming up uh, over the past couple of days. And that will continue through Friday before Mm -hmm. we get into more of that fall-like feel coming up here for the weekend. Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of people have been asking, when is this going to come? And, and it's been a long time coming. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like this is going to stick around. But uh, nonetheless, it doesn't look like we're going to just jump right back to up to 90 like we were earlier this week when we tied record highs two days. So, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to saving a little bit on, on the, the electricity bill and just enjoying the fall because we have such long summers here in the low country in the coastal empire that we – you know, look forward to this, and a lot of people move down here to get away from, to get away from it. But it's it's something that I'm definitely looking forward to. Some morning temperatures, upper 40s perhaps inland, but guaranteed 50s away from the coast with the water temperature still in the 70s out there. It's hard to get to get those temperatures right down at the beaches to get as cool as they are inland. But something to look forward to either way for me, anyways. I don't know, not everyone likes it, but but I do. You know, you like it, too, because you start to see a relief from the very hot temperatures that you get uh, for pretty much the entire summertime, yeah. you know, basically starting in May. But also, it's kind of signifying the end of our hurricane season. Usually, uh, you get to late October. Yes. You only got to the end of November, and it's usually pretty quiet in November. But, you know, we'll talk a little bit about some tropics out here right mm, now. There's something to talk about. A little bit to talk about out, out here. We were kind of watching that little area. Have some showers and storms getting close to the Wimmer Islands. Upper mm-hmm. level winds kind of tore yeah. that system apart. But there's a couple little other areas we're going to be keeping our eyes on. You know, just looking at some of the model runs, probably one of the, the weirdest model runs. I know that you probably haven't gotten a chance to look at this because we've been, been working on setting this up. But this isn't going to happen. But it, it brings a system from the Caribbean up into the Gulf around Florida, and then it's almost like a slingshot, and it just brings it right back to where it started. Very strange, very strange. But whenever you get into the beginning of hurricane season and the end of hurricane seasons, models do not depict what's going on long-range good at all. They don't do it in the peak of hurricane season. So it's interesting to see that it's even picking up on potentials out there, but the tracks that it has are just so far-fetched at this point. Uh, it's interesting, but, uh, you know, it's not something that we're going to show on television. Not yet. But for us, it, it's interesting. But but the, the main point, of course, is for us to uh, communicate the potential that we think is possible. And right now, there's not an impact for us, at least, in, you know, within the next handful of days. Right. There certainly could be something developing out there, especially that one into the Caribbean. Yeah. Now, I know we've been watching that here, um, and the one model which goes out really long that far is the GFS. Right. And that's been consistently showing something developing in the Caribbean. I know as we were going the end of last week, it was kind of showing it going up into the Gulf. I'm like, yeah. oh, boy. Stop. 
It's been moving it further, further east, and been consistent now, moving up through Cuba and then into the Bahamas, keeping it off the, the east coast. So that's good news for us. But still, it's, it's developing something out there. And as we get closer uh, to that, now the, the European, the Canadian model runs and some other yeah. computer models will start to pick up on that at the end of their model runs coming Right. Up. So when I, we, we're talking about those models that, that Dave just specifically said. Those are more the medium range models. They don't go out quite as far. They're a little bit more accurate when you get into that medium range. Um, of course, as it is, when you get closer to an event, it's going to be a bit more accurate typically. Uh, so it's interesting. You know, it looks like Florida could have an impact, at least for the mainland United States. Who knows? Who knows? It's just that would be the best chance right now just because it sticks out. Florida hasn't really had a huge impact for the, that area of Florida, not right. talking about the Panhandle. And I would say, I would say we're talking South Florida. Yeah, South here, Florida, not, like not North Jacksonville you know, for Miami, Tampa South, you right. know. Um, but it, it's kind of the area, Central Florida and Southern Florida, where cold fronts go to die. They get there, they stall out poof, they're stationary, you already have a piece of energy down in the Caribbean, interacts with that elongated area of low pressure, and that's just a little bit more energy, a couple of ingredients put together, and you might get a storm. Yeah, the third ingredient you need is the warm sea surface temperatures, and it pretty much stays warm all year long down there in the Caribbean, and yeah. certainly this time of the year. So that's one of the things that you could use for that area, that you need for that area. We're also watching another little area. Uh, I think it's more of a non-tropical low yeah. developing southeast of Bermuda. That could try to make its way back southwestward, then maybe a little bit more westward. Also coming close to parts of the southeast of the U.S., you know, maybe mid-Atlantic If so. anything, you're going to have increased surf, increased risk for rip currents, which isn't as big of a deal whenever you get into these fall months because you typically don't have as many people getting in the water. Of course, right. the risk with rip currents is you don't want people getting in there, getting themselves into trouble. But anytime you have a northeasterly flow around this area, you're going to have that. Unfortunately for some of my fishing friends, there's a tournament this weekend, and probably going to have a small craft advisory, potentially. It's possible. Winds uh, 15, 20 knots offshore. And that's not fun to fish in. It might not seem that much, but no, water moves with the wind. And you get three or four foot waves out there trying to be out there all day, you're going to end up sick. So uh, it's it's interesting, even like these little systems. You know, that's because of a frontal passage, but we're going to be watching these other systems because even if they're, you know, 100-plus miles away off offshore, they could at least influence our coastal weather a little bit at the beaches maybe not so much inland 50 miles but higher surf high tide yeah beach erosion stuff like that and yeah. the stuff that you, you know folks out there don't want to see you know tide be hunting island they both went through replenishments and any time that you're going to have rough surf uh, rip currents typically goes along with that it's kind of taking away from that replenishment they just had so that's not so much a weather story as it is just a local impact and i know that they don't want that right you know they want it to be calm and people to be able to enjoy the beach every day but it's it's part of living around here and that's why they have to re-nourish it exactly and it's something that we're watching uh, it's been a very active season so yep. far if you've been keeping track we are up now into the uh greek letters Oof. and uh, I'm trying to think. What, what was the last one we just had? Delta, right? Yeah, it all it all goes together. You got Delta, Gamma, and and it's just it's a mess. Yeah, we had Gamma, then we had Delta, and Epsilon would be the next if if we had anything, right? Yeah, you know, and this isn't this is something that we've seen in the past. I was not in the Greek life in college. I had no, friends that were, but I just I don't have the Greek alphabet memorized, and I should. It's just not something that I, I was you? even I mean, taught in meteorology school no. because. You know, you everyone knows the alphabet, but 
I don't know the Greek alphabet, I and I never alphabet. had to. And it's interesting now. I bet meteorology students are like, you know what? The teachers are probably like, hey, you should probably know these because, hey, they had to know them this year. So yeah, who I knows? Mean, they might be yeah starting something Just different. Just spend out there. five minutes on it. I could have done that. I didn't. So yeah, interesting. I, I, I didn't pledge either, so I, I, I don't fault you. I, I don't know the Greek alphabet either, so I have to look and show you the map and we can just say hey there's what it is coming up next and hopefully we never have to go through this again in our lifetime hopefully it's not it's not a common occurrence certainly it's not so we still have to go to the end of november officially to get through hurricane season and as we said uh, usually this time of the year the uh, amount of those storms tend to go down the frequency of any of those storms on average and really not much activity in november but it certainly can happen always want to be prepared for that yeah, I think we're to the point where, you know, we've got probably less than 20% or so of activity left. And I don't know the exact number, but we're definitely winding down the vast majority of systems is behind us. So hopefully uh, that is a trend we continue to see because as we get into kind of the holiday mode, uh, it's not, it kind of puts a damper on things, even yeah, having to talk about it. And not, not to mention the 80 a mental, plus degree yes. weather we're dealing with. Yes. So it, it's mentally, especially in this year, you're dealing with everything else. The last thing we yeah. need to be dealing with is, is tropical activity lingering on into the season here. So we want to make sure that we are going to keep things uh, a little quieter out here. So again, pretty quiet out there. Now we're going to continue to see what we have coming up here with the cooler weather for the weekend. But as Andrew mentioned, you mentioned earlier, we are going yeah. to see just a brief cool down before we start to warm things back. Yeah, up. you know, if anything, it, at least it is the weekend, so people can get out and enjoy it. A lot of times, you know, you've got a, what a two out of seven chance of nice weather happening on the weekend, and at least we've got a cold front going through perfect timing through Friday, filtering in Saturday, Sunday. You get some nice weather to enjoy there. Get outside. The vast majority of people can do that. Go to the park. Maybe go to the beach if you just want the nicer weather, not getting in the water. But I'm, I'm going to open my windows and, and try to enjoy it the best I can. Uh, my plans right now for Saturday, uh, I think I'm doing my in-laws' breaks on their okay. car. Get, <laughs> stay, so get some brownie points. Weather, I don't have to sweat outside. Bring yeah, the car yeah, yeah. up and uh, try to get some brakes done on that. And uh, whatever your plans are, as you mentioned, it should be fine for that. No sweating in here with those temperatures in the 80s and dew points. We're still on the 70s, some of these dew points it's, in here today. You could have fooled me on, on this morning. I mean, or earlier this week when we were in the 70s, walking to my car, three whatever in the morning. It's wild that I'm like, what month is it? You still have the spiders out, the cobwebs you got to go through, and the bugs are out everywhere. So hopefully this is a turning point. You know, we've said a couple times with the cold fronts, but consistently cooler weather probably not till November now because the outlook actually for the end of the month has us warmer and drier than typical. And those climate prediction center outlooks can, can flip a little bit because a lot of that is just looking at the placement of the troughs and ridges. And those can change with where the highs and lows are generally located. So we'll be watching for that. But the tendency is above average as we head into the end of the month, even with the cold front that we have coming for the weekend. Yeah, so you can get brief little cool downs, but mm-hmm. on average, overall, that three-month outlook there is going to be showing for some above average yeah. temperatures for we're yeah, still and to kind of beginning of winter. Just like clarifying with that, our temperatures overall will be going down. When you see us show a map that maybe has orangish on it that shows, hey, here's your percentage of being higher than normal. Our normal low is going down every day here. So that means that we could be higher than whatever that normal low is. But the normal uh, high, I guess you could say for this time of the year, is the upper 70s. So, and 
a month, it's probably going to be in the lower 70s. So that could mean that, you know, there's a good chance your high is 73, 74 versus 70. Yeah. So uh, that doesn't mean that it's going to be hot. It, we, you know, it's our job to communicate that. But just above normal is really all we're going yeah, for. Yeah, just there. making sure you know that the outlook is calling for well, above normal. Whatever those temperatures are normal at that day, on average, it'll be a little bit above yeah, that. Yeah, that's a perfect explanation. So, all right, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. I think this was pretty cool. We'll see how it turns yeah, out. Yeah, you know. something new today with the video. Dave has the job of editing it now. So we've got, uh, to give you guys at home some perspective, we've got three different cameras. You can see it. Yeah. We've got one, one looking at us here, and yeah, and this is kind of a testament of you know technology because for months we had to do this. I was at home, you were at home. Now we're six plus feet apart uh, doing this, and you know and there was a time where we were like, oh, are we ever going to even get back to work? So this is fun. I know that if you're listening on your normal audio source, you won't be able to see it, but if we get this looking okay in the future, we'll definitely promote it and let you guys kind of get a behind the scenes look of of how we do this. Something new to look forward to in the future. All right, Andrew, that wraps it up for another edition of our WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast.